Lithium Plays. Welcome to the actual play. Philomythia actual play. Woo, Sibarab. One thing we're trying to do, just so the listeners know, is everybody who comes on, we try to get them to run some kind of actual play game. If they don't want to run, then we'll run one for them. But always do some some kind of RPG. And we are D&D focused for the most part, but I think Ian and I are finding more, we're just, we just love RPGs in general. Yeah. So today we're actually stepping away from D&D and we're going to play a game called Simbarum, which we've talked about a little bit. And so uh, I'm going to hand over the reins to Paul and let him kind of fill us in on the world. Fill us. Simbarum <laughs> a little bit and, you know, you know, give us a little flavor and then uh, lead us into this adventure. Sure. So Simbarum, or in Davokar, Davokar is the... The forest. The dark forest. Mm-hmm. There's an ancient civilization here. We're, we've kind of lost a lot of technology that we used to have. And so there's a lot of treasure hunters going into Davokar, facing the dangers. And there's light Davokar, which is kind of on the outskirts. And it can be dangerous, but not as dangerous as as the deep forest when you get into it. Mm-hmm. In this scenario, we're, we're starting out in the forest um let's introduce your characters first off ian why don't you go first introduce audrey 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 is a changeling so he was raised he was taken and raised as a human yeah so in this setting there's a few different a few different races not very many compared to dungeons and dragons and i am a mystic witch so I have been studying the ways of the witch, and I want to become the most powerful witch ever. And is the coven you've been studying with, is this in Ambria? Is it in the edges of the forest? It's in the edges of the forest in the Davakar. All right, and then we have Eric playing Yipa. So uh, I am Yipa. Yipa. Uh, Yipa Borig Heldner is my full name. I'm a goblin uh, treasure hunter. And treasure hunters are basically, if you know D&D, they're like a subclass of rogue. Um, His whole goal in life is to become like a great treasure hunter and make lots of money. He uh, loves shiny things. And his kind of quote is the rich become rich by killing the rich and taking their riches for themselves. That pretty much sums up Yipa. Nice. And Thistlehold is this outpost right on the edge of the Davakar and the Ambrian Empire. But there's that little kind of shanty town that's like a couple miles outside, like south of Thistlehold. Mm -hmm. I am forgetting the name of. Um, I think Ian wanted to say something, so I'll look this up while he's doing that. I was just going to say my quote. That's all. Let's hear it. Uh, don't you talk to me like that. <laughs> I love it. So that's that's our characters right there. And how do you guys know each other? Um, I think I was hired as kind of a like a, a Sherpa for this expedition. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And are you one of the folks that hired this whole deal, uh, Ian? Sure. I like that. Cool. Let's say that you're uh, working with this guy named Arello. All right. Aurelius. And he knows 
he's been doing some research and he's found out where this iconic treasure is and that's about as far as he's gone with you iconic treasure he hasn't told you what it is exactly but he says that it'll make you know if you guys are able to recover this then you're set for at least the next few years if not longer okay so that's exciting i'm excited about that so juno eric is the guide that these guys have hired and juno let's just ask you have you worked with juno before uh yeah i probably had some dealings with them before okay once or twice and it's a good way for me to get a little extra coin nice as you're getting away from the populated areas it's seeming to grow a little darker not it's mid-morning and so there's not necessarily a storm coming but the forest is just growing denser and there's still foresty sounds around um but yeah the leaves are crunching you're following a a fairly well-worn path as you're uh, entering this part of the forest but Juno's told you that we'll have to turn off of this path if we want to find this treasure trove. Aurelius is kind of being close to the chest with where exactly this is, but he's given Juno, he's like, take us to this area, and then I'll be able to find it from there. And so that's what's happening. And I think you've got probably a couple of pack animals with you to help carry back whatever you find. And Aurelius is the treasure hunter? He is, yep. He's a fortune hunter. He's the one that's done done the research, and he's a changeling. Like me. Like you. Um, but he's a little bit older, and, you know, he's got leather armor on, and he's kind of a jolly fellow. But he seems like he knows what he's talking about. Okay. Can we get just, like, a flavor of what the forest looks and feels like? Sure, yeah. So as I've mentioned, as you're getting away from the settlements, the trees are starting to to get a little closer and the lights being shut out a little bit overhead just by branches. You still hear the familiar sounds of, of animals scurrying around and birds chirping in the trees, but everything's just taking a little somber. And there's Aurelio is you know, really laughing and jo- joking with everybody at the start of this adventure, but even he seems a little more subdued in this part of the forest. Leaves are crunching underfoot, and it smells a little bit musty, like a mossy, wet forest smell. What questions do you guys have at this point? So how long, how many days have we been traveling? Let's say you're a day into the journey so you started early early yesterday Mm -hmm. and you camped out maybe at the sun temple or near there and then you continued on this morning you haven't had any issues yet and aurelio tried to do some jump scares like when you first got going like play some pranks on us just like oh my gosh what was that okay yeah but just messing around he's just a jolly fellow and you know had a good laugh. I don't know if you laughed with him. I didn't find it funny. I definitely no. did not find it funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say the only person that did find it funny was Juno. Okay. Um, but just just barely. But he's just he's trying to earn himself some tips. So he he's kind of a following the lead of Aurelio. 
as you go along. Okay. All right. And are we sensing corruption or anything in the forest yet? It is getting a little bit darker, but you don't sense corruption necessarily. It's just, you're just going. Okay. And so you travel on until you come to a point where there is a turnoff and the path that you're looking at the turnoff. And let's say this is where we had that other mark. The road kind of leans to the west Mm -hmm. and the turnoff is going to take you mostly north, but slightly east maybe. And as you get there, Juno says, this is the last chance. If any of you are having second thoughts, uh, you may turn around and have a safe journey back to this hold by yourself. Uh, I, of course, am happy to lead you along, but I just want to warn you that at this point, we're all in from this point forward. Anyone having second thoughts? We made it this far. Might as well keep going. Might as well keep going. Yes, well, great. And Aurelius is like, of of course. There's nothing that could dissuade us from our quest. He said, right, well, in in we go then. And he leads the way into the forest. And as you... Oh, I can't wait. What? What? Oh, I can't wait. Excellent. As you step onto this path, immediately there's a... Goosebumps on your arms. Oh. And there's some fungus on some of the trees that you weren't seeing before. Hmm. And along the ground. And some of them have like strange wispy things that are floating up. And leaves seem to be falling, even though it's not really that time of year from the trees around you. And the temperatures dropped just a few degrees as you as you walk into this part of the forest. Did it just get colder? It, it does feel colder. It does. I should have brought my my autumn card again, but I forgot. But it's not even autumn right now. I know. Yippee, I have... It's your pa. Yip, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Your pa. Did you need something? Nope. Right. I'm good. All right. On, onward, folks. Hey, your pa. Eh? I don't know if I trust that guy. I don't know if I trust any of you guys. You could trust me. Nope. Okay, not well. Goblin. You're not a goblin. Nope. That sounds fair. I hate to interrupt you two, but I've had plenty this is Aurelio. I've had plenty of of positive experiences with goblins. I think you guys get a bad rap. It's true. But why are you listening to our conversation? I'm sorry. It's, uh, seems inappropriate. I don't trust you. <laughs> seems inappropriate, sir. Maybe you should maybe you should speak quieter if you don't I, want people I listening. I was whispering. In. I don't know what else you want me to do. I have very good hearing. Listen here, Arolo. Where are you, Arolo? Where are you? His name's Aurelius. His name's Arolo. Aurelius. Actually. Aurelius. <laughs> How far would you say the journey is now that we're on your path how far would you say till we get to this artifact juno juno comes back what we can make time if we keep stopping to talk let's talk while we walk i thought we were walking we'll talk not fast enough all right that's fair he says uh, it's it's about a day and a half from here to make it to wherever we need to go not far it's not in the deep forest which i'm very surprised Aurelio, that 
Something like this hasn't been found before. As my mom gob used to say, the more talking, the less walking. <laughs> Did your mother really say that? Mom gob, yep, uh, every day. All right. Bless her heart. Ex- excellent. All right, we keep walking. I'm, I'm following along. You keep walking. I need both of you to roll <laughs> a vigilant check. That seems highly suspect. Do we get a modifier of any kind? You do. We're doing a minus five modifier in this part of the forest. Let's just break this down since uh, if anybody's familiar with um, any RPGs, it's probably not going to be Simbrum. It's probably going to be D&D. So when you're adding modifiers, uh, you roll D20 and whatever your attribute is, you're trying to roll that number. So for instance... We're rolling vigilant. My vigilant is 11. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to roll an 11 or lower. And then if you give a minus 5 value to it, it means it's like 11 minus 5. So it becomes a 6. So it's way harder to roll a d20 uh, and roll a 6 or lower. Yeah, so I think that is backwards. So I think I I was right uh, with plus is better. So were you meaning to make our rolls harder or easier? Easier at this point. Okay, so let's roll again. Let's roll again. Plus five. Okay. Plus five. Excellent. Oh, success. Look at that. Oh, oh, you still failed, though. Yeah, I still failed. Artie failed. What's your vigilance score, Artie? It's five. Five. Oh, <laughs> which you is stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> which is so perfect for this. Not observant. <laughs> so what I need you to do... Is just roll a d20, Ian, if you could. I rolled a one. Okay. That's perfect. Let me ask you guys, how many times have you been in Davokar? I've probably done a number of kind of treasure hunting um, expeditions, but I would say never in the dark Davokar, always in the light Davokar, where the places have been explored. It's not very dangerous for the most part. Um, it's easier to get around. Okay. Uh, what about you, Ian? I've been just on the edge training with my witch person. I need uh, Ian to roll a a quick against, oh, minus five. Failure. <laughs> so you are just walking along. And are you, what order are you in this um, group of folks? I don't know, standing kind of in the middle-ish towards the front like Perfect. maybe a person in front of me a little so eric's behind you i think because you guys are having just a, a chat um, if we're having a chat i'm probably like shoulder to shoulder okay i would think well eric why don't you roll then as well a quick at oh. minus five too you know i don't appreciate this minus five business oh success i rolled a one baby nice and so uh, all of a sudden, a light rope pops up out of the leaves in front of both of you. Eric, you jump over it. My name spryly. is Yipa. Thank you Yipa. very much. Yipa jumps over it or circumnavigates this. Mm-hmm. Ian, how how do you uh, describe your fall here? I'd say I'm looking over at Yipa talking, and I just go straight <laughs> down. Bam! And suddenly you guys are surrounded um, by a bunch of spring elves... And Yipa, you've probably seen them. Artie, you know what spring elves are for sure. This is not exactly what they look like. This just gives you a little flavor. Nice. These guys are mischievous. They're basically elves 
slash fairies. They're called fairies. They're called spring elves, kind of synonymous. And they just burst into laughter that they, they got you to fall down and say, stop, stop. And they have kind of higher voices. Stop, stop, stop. And Juno and Aurelio flip around. They have these little spears. And the spring elf says, who leads this group? Who leads this group? I push, I push Yipa forward. I go, it's him. <laughs> How big are these spring elves? They're just a couple feet tall. They're not big. Okay. I want to do something, but I'll wait till the appropriate time. Okay. They say, where, where are you headed? Where are you headed? Where are you headed? They're just repeating each other. Uh, we're headed inside to the Davakar. Who are you? Hmm. This, this is not a good idea. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. You should turn back. Back, back, back. No, no, no. We're, we're going in. There's witch treasure to be found. Are you the leader changeling? No, it's that guy over there. And I don't really specify. <laughs> I just kind of point in a, in, it's that guy. They come over to you, Yupa, and they say, Nimble fellow, it just surprises us that you are the leader of this group. Remember the, the rules, the pacts? Of the the Iron Pact, remember it. Remember it. Remember it. The Iron Pact is uh, a deal that was made with the elves of the forest. That basically they uh, are trying to keep corruption out. They're probably basically they'd love to see everybody out of their forest, um, but especially they don't want anyone taking any magical or corrupted artifacts out of the forest. And that's what the Iron Pact is in a nutshell. So there's something I wanted to do when the trap was first sprung. Mm -hmm. As soon as the trap springs up, I want to jump on to the closest spring elf, fucking grab him by the hair and pull my dagger out and be like, no one move! (laughs) Or the spring elf gives it! All right. And you're rolling cunning? Um, I'll use cunning, yeah. Sure. I think that works. Uh, why don't you roll cunning minus three against their quick success? Nice. So yeah, you nab him no problem. This freaks the other guys out, and they're like just buzzing around you guys, and they say, "No, no, back, back, back! Let my friend go. You get him out of that ropey rope." You're not really trapped with a rope. It just knocked you to the ground. So yeah, I just tripped over it. Yeah. So was it like a like a trip wire kind of rope? Yeah, yeah just like a, a trip line. They pulled it taut out of the leaves and uh Okay yeah, All right. sent you guys tumbling. So I'm like Take that magic rope out of my sight <laughs> or the spring elf gets it. Well, so you rolled to grab him. Let me have you roll one more time. Uh just an argument like making your case here. Persuasive, I think, is what needs oh, to be. Oh, God. Here we go. But it's plus three here against their My resolute. persuasive is five. Uh-oh. All right. They don't take you seriously at all, so they come at you with their little daggers and uh, let us... Is that initiative? Let us do initiative, yeah. I got 17. So you're first... Uh, okay. I have a long weapon. Perfect. Ooh, he gets to go first. You're also prone... But you can use your movement to stand up, so I don't think that... I don't know. 
can you use your long weapon on the ground i guess is the question uh it does say in combat like you get to go first if you have a long weapon it does say that okay and i would have i would have stood up i would have stood up at this point too like after i hit the ground i'd have been like oh shit stood up fair enough all right so what are you going to do with your long weapon um hold on really quick i'm sorry i'm going to interject for the listeners we uh the battle in Simbrum, anytime we do combat, it's going to be theater of the mind. So we're, there's no tactical map or anything like that. We're just saying shit. We're just saying words and using our mind holes. That's right. Yeah, and Simbrum has pretty loose uh, like distances. Mm-hmm. I forget the exact terminology, but it's either someone's near, far, or very far kind of a thing. Similar to the cipher system. Mm-hmm. And so these are all pretty close to you. You can definitely... They're coming after uh, Yipa at this point to try and snatch their little their little friendo away from his deadly grasp. I'm going to smack one of them. Alrighty. So... I use my, my strong, right? Mm-hmm. Modifier. Let's go ahead and minus one. Minus one? Huh. Well, it's against... They're vigilant and they're pretty... They're pretty vigilant. I didn't work. All right. So you miss him just barely. You miss him as he flies by. Eric, you're up. What do you do? You pause a risk taker. I'm sorry, gentlemen, for what's about to happen. I fucking have the spring elf and I go, slit, and just slice him right down the middle. <laughs> this is amazing. Oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, roll, I would say, what is your dagger? What would you use for that? I have quick attributed to that, but I mean, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. I figured I would have you inform me on that. No, I think quick would work. Okay. And let's roll against... You've got him in a grip, so let's roll against his strong, I think, because he's trying to get out, mm-hmm. which is plus five for you, which because he's not very strong. Ooh, baby. See what happens, Larry? Oh. Attack hit. Damage is six. Ouch. Uh, his pain threshold is three. And so, and you've uh, bloodied him, as they say in, in the Dungeons and Dragons. And when you hit their, when you match their pain threshold, um, what happens, Eric, when you do that? I'm very unclear, but it basically, that's when you really start to take damage, as far as I remember. Yeah. So if you hit their pain threshold, there's a few options that you have. You can either, I think, do an extra damage. Um, or you can like force someone to the grip prone. Oh, that's right. So it's kind of like doing a critical hit. Uh huh. Oh, I'm gonna do extra damage. Perfect. Do I roll another d6? Yeah, I think I think that's probably the best way to go. Okay. Three. All right. He is he is at one one hit point. Nine damage. And he's he's really not liking his his life here. When you do that, everybody just <laughs> freezes. For a second and then they just come at you nice how many spring elves are there there's five i thought there was four uh there's five total there's four that flew past you trying to f- save their friendo gotcha fuck those spring elves let's kill them all um and actually before they f- uh, fly forward juno juno gets to go juno does extra damage with throwing weapons Nice. And so, uh, does that mean you did it? You made a hit. I think so. I don't really usually roll. Oh right, because it's 
You, so it's just kind of background. I might be doing that wrong. Well, you know what? You get to make the call because you're the GM. So I'm going to say, uh, let's just roll a D6 or a D20 uh, straight up. And if it's above 10, he hits, uh, he misses. Okay. So a knife flies by. The spring elves uh, go ahead and slash at you. Eric, go ahead and roll a defense roll. Do you know how to do that? Uh, yeah, I use my armor. Mm-hmm. Uh, modifier. Now I will, I'm going to argue for this. I have the spring elf in front of me as like a body shield. <laughs> nice. Um, I would say let's do a plus one. So damage gated is two. Okay. So you take one little damage. And my pain threshold is four. Okay. So you're fine. So do I mark the one damage anywhere? So the current under The current is where I marked that. Yeah. So just put it down okay. to however much you have minus one. So max is 10. Mm-hmm. So I think I'll just put current one and I'll just count it up. As long as you know what you're saying and we don't forget where you're at. Yep. yep. That's fine. Let's see. So I'm going to uh, just roll one thing here okay uh oh he's rolling percentiles bro it's just one percentile okay so roll a defense one more time plus one again four okay so take oh you negated four mm-hmm. so you don't take any from that one so i i i'm gonna say that i i'm using the spring elf as as my shield <laughs> nice. so that's what i'm using to negate i don't know if you want to interpret that anyways but that is what i'm actively doing i would love to use that actually so okay he's they stab him and he's he's gone he's Poor fucking guy. dead he's just like Aah! i love the image of little fairies coming up to me and the goblin being like <laughs> like jimmy they're like no 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 all right let's have uh Artie go Go, Artie. Magic, 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 magic. magic. <laughs> Cast a magic spell. Oh yeah, let's do the let's do the arrow one again. I like that. Can you um, select multiple targets with that one? Do you know? Not at the level I'm at. No, I can only do one at a time right now. Nice. Uh, so yeah, I pull out my little bundle of arrows and I go, Queeba. And it, they, these five little arrows hover made of blue light. And I command one to strike at one of the little creatures. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll. Um, resolute. Do you roll resolute for that? Yeah. Okay. Doesn't it automatically hit? Oh, yeah, it does automatically hit. That's right. Thank you. All right. You just have to roll. You just take one temporary corruption. Yep. It's a D6. So roll your D6. I'll roll it on the table because that's fine. One. That's fucking <laughs> bullshit. Alrighty. I'm not taking corruption. That's, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not taking corruption for that. So an arrow just zings one of the one of the little guys. And I go, fuck. So let's see. Aurelius takes out his club and he just swings at him. I'm going to just roll for him as I would a PC, I suppose, just because that seems like the easiest way to do it. Oh, here we go. These little guys are hard to hit. Well, five, that's past um, past their thing. And so he's just going to... He's trying to scare him off, basically. And it it seems to work. They flee your camp here since he passed their threshold. And they leave their, their one dead companion in your arms. Why don't you take an attack of opportunity to these fleeing spring elves if you want to? Okay. 
Oh, if they're leaving, I'm not going to do anything. Okay. Eric, what about you? I want to spit on the last one that leaves. Okay. <laughs> the wounded one that just got smashed with the club? Yep. Nice. I want to go, filth! <laughs> Alright. And, uh, he... He takes some spitting on himself. I won't even make you roll for that one. And Aurelius says, Don't let them leave. <sighs> it's too late. It's like, they're worth... You can have this one. Thank you. They're worth a... I hold the deck. <laughs> no, that's great. They're actually worth quite a bit. I don't know if you know this. Um, but uh, there are hunting parties that come out. Stroke of luck that we ran into these. Does that mean I get a bonus? Wait, if they're worth money, let's go get them. Good luck catching them. Have you ever tried to catch a a spring elf? Fairy? I just did. I just did. Well, got lucky, I think. I've never been. They're too quick. I mean, you can go trampsing about, but you go trampsing off the trail, you run into worse things. Oh, let's, let's go. Let's go. Excellent, excellent. Well, I want, if these are valuable, I feel like I would know that, and I want a cut. Uh, you probably would know that, honestly. If I know that, I probably would claim it. Yeah, you, okay. He's like, oh, it's, you know, of course, it's yours. I, uh, almost brought that other down. So close. <sighs> so I'm holding it, and I'm growling, fairly. <laughs> and then I take my backpack off, and I... Stuff the spring elf into my backpack. The dead body? Yep. Juno looks at you and says, uh, ten, ten percent of that. Uh, yep. Ten, ten percent. Uh. Fine. Ten percent. And the feet are dangling out of the <laughs> top of the backpack. All right. Well, good job, guys. First encounter successfully, successfully passed. What did we learn? Don't fuck with goblins. That's what we learned. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they will get right back at you. They'll literally gut you like a fish. Yeah, that was pretty ruthless, honestly. I wasn't expecting that, but that's where that's where the goblins taking me. So I'm like, all Just right, where it let's end it up. Let's lean into it. Nice. That was a lot of fun. All right. So continuing the journey, Juno says, "Let's let's go. We've lost time. We cannot afford to lose more. Uh, time is." life essence out here. I don't remember the voice I was doing for him. Time is lesser. Life life essence out here. Come, let us continue. Keep your... Juno! What? Why does your voice sound different? Uh, I have a little cold. (laughs) It's fine. Don't worry about it. So you continue on. He's quickened his pace a bit and you're following after. And this forest all of a sudden seems to lighten up just a little bit. From what it was, the fungi disappear, and the trees kind of open up a little bit. Yipa and Artie, why don't you make me another vigilant uh, test? Modifier. Modifier plus three. I failed. I rolled a 19. Nice. He failed too. Nothing but failures. Alrighty. That's uh, interesting. At this point... Uh, you don't hear them until they're right on top of you. What's the marching order? Are you still in the back, Yipa? Um, at this point, yeah, because I feel like my job is basically to carry 
like some of the luggage or some of the bags, maybe empty bags if we're going to find treasure. And yeah, and you have the that one mule that you're probably leading. Maybe I'm in charge of the mule or something like that. So yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll be in the back. Nice. I'll be in the middle. Yep. So you guys are going along, um, and all of a sudden, you hear just heavy footsteps right on top of you. Just like pounding down the path. To be continued. Like, subscribe!